0: And I must keep running, running, and running, running, and running, and and running, and <laughs> And I must keep running, running, and running, running, and running, running, (laughs) and running, running, 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 and 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. This is the midweek show, and I have to apologize. I am not feeling good at all. So what I'm going to do, and it's something that I'm probably going to mix in now and again anyway, because I was talking to a bunch of people of how I can make this midweek show a little different. And I think one of the ways to do that will be to, at points, feature some classics, feature some back issues, things from the past. Maybe even going with the idea that as we set things up and go forward with this midweek show, maybe do a current book and then a classic book that's somehow connected to it in some way. Maybe a first appearance of a character that is in that week's book or whatnot. We'll, We'll figure it out. But I think that that might be the play, something new, something old, like that as we go forward, and then maybe some news and things mixed in. Again, this is kind of on the fly, and I really am not feeling well. And I usually don't get sick, but when I do, it does hit me hard because I am a baby, and I'm not usually sick. So when that happens, it gets all out of tizzy and whatnot. I haven't been able to sleep. I barely can talk right now. But with all of that, as I said, we'll be doing a classique, and this is going to be Tales of Suspense number 94. It is a podcast that I used to do on our Patreon that was a Secret Origins. It's usually the origin or first appearance, and this is actually the first full appearance of one of my favorite characters, because I like to laugh at him, Modoc. So we'll be going into that in just a moment, very quick, brief thing. Give you something to listen to midweek before we get into some bangers this week. I hear there is a bunch of bangers in the things. I wish I had my banger deal, but there you go. And before you do that, please go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us, we'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where you can get reviews of almost all the books, or at least some. It's Gabe doing the reviews all by himself, so every one is a banger as well. And I appreciate that because I'm lazy. Also, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can get a lot of shows. Shows quite like the one you're going to listen to now. I end up mixing up things right now on our Patreon. We have a lot of reading clubs. I actually enjoy doing read-throughs of series. And each week or every other week, you end up, you know, tuning in. And we'll get to the next issue and go down the line so that people know exactly what's coming up. They can read ahead, read along. I like to call them reading clubs the way that we do it. Uh, But some of the Marvel things that I am doing is the Marvel Ultimate Universe. I have a reading club for that. And another thing that we have on the side as well is a crisis type of podcast called the Comic Book Crisis Power Hour. Right now we're going through the Infinity Gauntlet story, which I really, really like. I hadn't read it before, and I'm really enjoying it. Me and my man Matt, who does the Star Wars stuff with me, are going through that right now. We're at issue four, and boy, a lot of bad things happened to the heroes there. I just got done editing it and was kind of giggling at the just massive carnage that Thanos is just doing with the Infinity Gauntlet, but those are things and a bunch of other stuff that you can listen to over in the Patreon. I don't want to start going wacky here i'm starting to already blabber mouth because i just took a lot of Nyquil. i'll be quite honest with you i might be drunk oh my goodness the guy is drunk i i don't drink as well so you know when you do the little Nyquils, maybe i took a little too much i don't know but with all that goofiness behind us now let's get on with the show and like i said this is the first full appearance of Modoc from tales of suspense number 94 i'm gonna go to bed right now i hope you enjoy and I'll see you pretty much in a couple days when we do all the other shows as well. So thanks, everybody, and on to the show. You're never gonna get my love. Now because you wear all those fancy clothes. Oh, yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Marvel Comics Secret Origins Podcast. This episode featuring MODOK. MODOK, an acronym for Mental Mobile Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing is a fictional supervillain appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The first MODOK is a former employee of AIM, Advanced Idea Mechanics, an arms-dealing organization specializing in futuristic weaponry who undergoes substantial mutagenic medical experimentation originally designed to increase his intelligence. While successful, this experimentation resulted in a freakishly overdeveloped head Causing the character's signature look and the use of a flying chair for mobility. MODOK first appeared in the title Tales of Suspense, number 93 and 94, in September and October of 1967, and became a recurring foe for superhero Captain America. He was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and fan of the character and writer Mike Conroy once stated, inevitably, he, MODOK, returned to play Captain America, whose physical perfection. He's so resented. And we're going to be talking about Tales of Suspense number 94. 93 was just a cameo, very end. You you finally got to see him. You had been hearing his voice, you know, almost like a Charlie's Angels, Charlie-type voice from beyond, all on the comms and things like that. And most of the reactions from it being from the AIM soldiers. But this issue, number 94, is where we finally get to see him fully, and he ends up fighting Captain America. And it is a issue that has a couple different stories in it, but this one is if this be dot 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 modoc. And it's written by Stan Lee, pencils by Jack Kirby, Inks by Joe Sinat, and letters by Sam Rosen. And just as a catch up to get into this, it is continued from the previous issue, and while attempting to save Agent 13 from AIM, Captain America had been hit by a paralyzer ray. And while Agent 13 is being brought to AIM's leader, the mysterious Modoc, Captain America is about to be executed by some AIM thugs. However, the execution is stopped under orders of Modoc, who demands Captain America be brought to him as well. And it is that, but it isn't, because what ends up happening is you see that the AIM soldiers, they do not want any parts of Modoc. He is a monstrosity, he really is. And he's also just crazy. He's also super intelligent, has crazy mind powers, and they really don't want any parts of him. And almost like the idea of we created a monster, but we got to get away. And it's funny too, because through the AIM soldiers, you also get this idea that while they did create him, they're not sure of exactly what he is or what he can do. You almost get this urban legend type feel from these soldiers who should know better, but they don't because I guess they just think, He's so crazy, this big-headed monstrosity with these minds. Who knows what he can do? And so they are freaked out, and they do want to get the heck out of there. In the meantime, they're in a submarine, in the ocean, uh, going. So they have to figure out how they can get away from MODOK, even with the idea that they think that he's omnipotent. They think he can read their minds, all these things going on. And, and they've seen him mind blast, so they obviously know about that. So... They they come up with the idea. They have Captain America there. He's on a gurney. He has been paralyzed by the paralyzed Ray. And the one the one aim soldier steps up and basically says, "Huh, you know, I think this is time. Then we, skedaddle. we gotta get out. We got to get out of here." The other guys are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't even say that, MODOK. You know he has mind powers. He can hear us. He, he's going to get us." And the big the main guy says, "No, no, no. What we're going to do?" is we're going to cause a distraction. We have Captain America here. Ooh, follow my lead. We're going to end up sending Captain America to MODOK so they can duke it out. While they fight, we're going to get out. And, and really, who cares about either one? If both of them die, and then we've, we've killed two birds with one stone, we can get the heck out of here, and we're done with Captain America. We don't have to worry about MODOK. Oh. So he calls MODOK over the intercom and says, hey, we, we got Captain America. Uh, we're, do you want to study him? We're going to kill him. But do you want to study him first? He knows that MODOK is going to want to study him. And Modoc's like, yes, I so desire. Bring him to me. And I'm like, all right, it worked. All right, there they go. And it's kind of a cool way that they do end up transporting Captain America to Modoc. Uh, they don't really transport him. What they end up doing is freeing him from the paralyzer ray. And then separating his molecules and the floor's molecules, so he pretty much just phases through the floor, falls on the ground in the chamber with MODOK. And Cap realizes right away, "All right, whoa, you know, I- I'm free. I'm not paralyzed anymore." And boy, there's that there's that monstrosity, and there's Agent 13. And Agent 13, if you don't know, is Sharon Carter. So he ends up wanting to save her. MODOK. Uh, is a monstrosity. He really is. This first time you see him, it's classic Modoc. I mean, everybody should have seen Modoc by now. And he's just a monstrosity. And really, you have to give Cap a lot of credit. He falls into this room with this thing. He doesn't really throw much shade at Modoc. Yes. Later, he kind of says like one line, like, Oh my God, that, that crazy, hideous thing is going to shoot. But the initial reaction, of him is not like, oh my God, what's wrong with you, buddy? Or, you know, oh my, if you're MODOK, this is ridiculous. No, he just, he's getting the lay of the land. He's looking what's going on. He ends up having Agent 13 run to him. Now Cap's going to go full out with his shield. Obviously that's his thing. And he's going to use it because MODOK is going to start mind blasting and Cap is going to use the shield to deflect it. But there's a funny line too, because Cap's running around. You, you know, he's trying to be dodgy. He's trying to be a, a moving target here. And MODOK pretty much just says, eh, you know what? I, I'm so much more intelligent than you. And also, with my magnetic-powered mobile chair, I'm far more agile than you and your stupid two legs. And I really think that he's just pretending that. He, I think he's really upset that he's got that chair. And if you want to know what it looks like, it, it looks very similar to the chair that Anakin's stepfather is using in the prequels after Shmi ends up being dead. And this, this guy doesn't want to go chase her down from the sand people. He's there. But Modok's there in his chair, and he's flying around. And he's basically going to just taunt Cap. And And the funny thing about this is, is it really is set up to say, give you a lot of ideas of these mind blasts. What type of things are going on? He just doesn't have a super mind blast that blows things up. He goes through a whole plethora of blasts, kind of, you know, spelling it out for the reader so they know the problem is, is at the end of the issue, he kind of dies and he, he goes away for a while. So it's kind of funny that they're doing all this. And maybe if people didn't like him, I'm sure that people must have been like, where's that monstrosity Modoc? where do he go? We like him. Uh, then he comes back. So it's, it's well served to know some of the things, but it is a little odd that they go really into it because pretty much you get a middle section of Modoc firing cap dodging, Modoc firing another type of blast cap yelling what it is dodging. Th- this is what you're going to get throughout this. And at first you get. A mind blast. Then you get a blast that hits Cap Shield, and then kind of ends up magnetizing onto it, so that Modok can pick him up and throw him. Then he sends a stun shock that obviously stuns. Then a simple blast that blows up the floor, but then can go back to this, you know, blast that ends up being able to control all the pieces of the floor and throw them. I mean, he's doing a wide range of blasts as Cap is really trying to figure out what can I do, what can I do? I got to figure out, you know, a weak spot here in this monstrosity. And he's there with the shield. MODOK then even says, you have your shield, that's fine, but what are you going to do about this? And then does a heat blast that heats the floor. You go back to the aimed soldiers, they're getting the heck out of here. They, they have an escape sub in the sub. They're, they're loading up, and they have to make sure that MODOK is dead before they go. So they end up, this is the A squad. I'm doing air quotes. The B squad is sent in. Hey, you guys, you go while Modoc and Cap are fighting. You just go in there and while they're, you know, going at each other, just fire at them, kill them both and then come back. You only have 10 minutes though. In 10 minutes, we're getting out. And it's funny too. They're just, they're just getting out. There's no real reason to have 10 minutes. They're just going. And I really thought that what was happening is the A team. You know, and I like the A team. I don't know where Mr. T is because they all have hats on, but the A team I thought was just going to leave. Like, okay, the B team. Oh, all right, everybody. Let's go. Let's get the heck out of here. But no, they are waiting. Uh, as if you had set a self destruct, which that, that probably would have been the best thing to do. If you're there as a, instead of sending your other guys in, just get out of there and keep, you know, a, a bomb going, ticking down. But no, they don't do that, even though later Modoc kind of does. But they end up, the B-team goes, and they see, oh, man, Cap's doing the work for us. Uh, let's go here. They run in, and they fire shots. Now, they're going to hit Cap. They're going to kill Cap. And you have Peggy jump, tackle Cap so that the bullets go over his head. And then they hit MODOK, pretty much destroying his lovely chair. I mean, that chair he's so proud of. That gets destroyed he ends up looking like he is dead. He falls down in just a heap of you know big headed monstrosity deal. And then Cap says to Peggy, "Hey, Agent Thirteen, step aside because you know I was fighting Modok. I wasn't doing that great. I'll admit it. I you know Cap here. I'm Captain America. I'm I'm pretty much the best at everything. But sometimes you know I got to get kind of used to the situation. I wasn't. Gonna, but these guys here, I fought these guys. This is my home turf." He even says the quote. This is my inning, as you know, it was America's game baseball at that point. This is my inning, so let's go. And he just beats the crap out of the aim. So at one point, he just swipes his his shield and ends up destroying all the guns that they're holding. That he conks him in the head like he's one of the three stooges, obviously Mo, and then just starts tacking. Now Peggy also gives the karate chop. She goes from behind and gets him, and him and. Uh, her and cat then are going to get out they run out of there and this is where you end up having the aim soldiers that were in that escape pod say yep 10 minutes is up my my alarm just went out i guess the b team's dead let's get out of here now through all this they keep mentioning things like well if modok was you know know what we were up to reading our minds he would have killed us by now and if modok knew we were to, he would have had a mind blast." and this is where they're like, I guess Modok's taken care of Because he would have destroyed the walls And killed us by now, but he isn't So who cares about B-Squad, let's get out And then they find that it's one of those The door must be the slowest closing door ever They press the button Let's. You have to press like seven buttons, I think To close the door They finally get the door closed Almost, because as it's closing Cap's shield goes Prevents the door to get fully closed And you go off then to Modok Who isn't dead He's there, and he's a cute little guy. He's got his big head. He's got his headband around where he can do his mind blast and looks like he's in onesie pajamas, purple onesies. And he's laying there, immense rubble, dead, or at least knocked out AIM soldiers. And he's thinking to himself, I'm MODOK. I can't just go down like this. Now, he says that he, I guess he knows that he's mortally wounded. He is going to die because the thing is, with Cap and the other... Aim soldiers going, if he was well enough, he could just get up. There's nothing wrong with the sub at this point, but he must be able to tell I mean, He's a smart guy. I look at that head. Uh, he can tell that he's going to die. So he ends up saying, I-, I can't go down like this. This is what I talked about in the regular podcast. You, you don't want to die by falling down the stairs, having your pants come off and a, and a carrot goes up your butt. So you- he ends up like that saying. I got to die in a a big way. I got to die in a crazy, important way. Well, how he does that is one last mind blast. It goes to what appears to be the ceiling uh, where there is a emergency detonator, you know, just in case. Just in case you're just hanging out and you want to destroy the sub. So he ends up shooting that detonator. It does activate it. And as you have Cap and Agent 13 commandeering the sub, and they have the AIM soldiers, they're driving the sub, but in the meantime, Cap's like, yeah, we're taking you back to S.H.I.E.L.D., you guys are going to be in big trouble, I think these guys just are like, ah, we don't care, we just, we want it to be away from MODOK, we'll, we'll go to S.H.I.E.L.D. prison, that sounds like pretty cool time, uh, and you end up having the sub blow up, you also have a little thing at the end where Agent 13 says, you know what, Cap, you saved my life, Uh, I've never seen you without your mask. You don't even know my name. It's crazy. Uh, But I wonder if we're going to see MODOK again. And then it does blow up. And that's Cap. Listen, that explosion from afar. I think you can forget about MODOK now. Your question has just been answered. And you see this big explosion, which I guess MODOK thinks is a better way to go down than just laying among rubble and, and dying out, bleeding out. But yeah, that's the end of MODOK, but not forever, obviously. Uh, Because M.O.D.O.K. will return a bunch of years later in Captain America 117 that came out September of 1969. So a couple years later, you end up having M.O.D.O.K. come back, return, ready for action again. Just like most comic characters, when they die, they come back. So that's pretty cool that he doesn't just slip away into obscurity because he is crazy. I mean, just the idea... Everything has to have your thing And Modok He's got his look That look is so crazy It is classic, it's crazy classic Now the first time I ventured Into doing anything with Modok is when I ended up Having Brandon suggest the Gwenpool Comic with uh, the first Run of Gwenpool, Modok was In that a lot and I I fell in love with him then And that was just me kind of getting Into reading a couple Marvel things So uh, I do like Modoc. I think he's hilarious. Uh, just this past week, he was there, uh, in Amazing Spider-Man playing a little, you know, I guess he was playing like Russian roulette or whatever. Oh, no, it was poker that he was playing at the table there. Just sitting there, using his mind. I would let him in there, uh, using his mind powers. But that is the Secret Origins first appearance of MODOK. I, ho- and again, I love the mental, mobile, mechanized organism designed only for killing. I think that they should add a little thing And trash talking Because he does that as well uh, Also if you want other iterations of them If you went and read the Kelly Thompson West Coast Avengers Bro-Doc is in there Which is pretty cool because he, He's designed only for kissing Is what he was And that was pretty fun But that is the end of the Secret Origins Podcast Thanks everybody and I'll talk to you later <music> Thank you.